0: Hey, how's it going? I'm Vera, and welcome to Vera's City Place. This is the first episode of Modern Foods, where I'll explore the fascinating stories behind our favorite foods. Today, we'll be talking about bananas. Many things come to mind when I think about bananas. Mm -hmm. Gwen Stefani, mainly, um, banana bread, banana pudding, those stupid banana pills in Mario Kart. Either way, when you think of bananas, the odds are you're thinking of a Cavendish banana. The Cavendish banana is a popular cultivar that dominates the global banana market today. It gained prominence after its predecessor, the Gros-Michel banana, was severely affected by a devastating disease called the Panama disease, or Fusarium wilt. The Cavendish variety became the replacement due to its resistance to the disease and its ability to withstand long distance transportation. Now the Gros Michelle is still around, it's just not commercially produced. It's like a smaller scale thing now. The Gros Michelle banana was the leading commercial banana in the early twentieth century. However, starting in the nineteen fifties, it was almost completely wiped out by a strain of the Panama disease. The disease attacks the plant's vascular system, causing it to wilt, and ultimately die. The Cavendish variety became the go-to replacement due to its resistance to the particular strain of Panama disease. However, another strain of Panama disease, known as Tropical Race 4, TR4, has emerged in recent years and poses a significant threat to the Cavendish bananas. Panama disease, Fusarium wilt, Tropical Race, Tr4, whatever you want to call it, this disease is caused by the fungus Fusarium oxysporum that lives in the soil. Panama disease is believed to have originated in Southeast Asia and it was reported in Australia in the 1870s. Early stages of Panama disease include yellowing leaves and intermediate stages include browning leaves that start to die. The fungi species drains away the nutrients and reduces the ability to photosynthesize. Bananas are typically grown in large monoculture plantations, where genetically identical plants are cultivated over vast areas. This practice makes them highly susceptible to diseases, as pathogens can easily spread through the entire crop. Additionally, bananas are propagated using vegetative reproduction, meaning that they are not grown from seeds, but from offshoots or suckers of other plants. This lack of genetic diversity further increases their vulnerability to diseases to combat the diseases, researchers and banana growers are actively seeking solutions. One approach involves developing resistant banana varieties through traditional breeding techniques or genetic modification. Scientists are also exploring the use of biocontrol agents, such as beneficial microbes, to combat banana pathogens. They also will be improving agricultural practices, promoting genetic diversity, and implementing disease management strategies to safeguard banana crops. In Australia, scientists have developed a genetically modified Cavendish banana named QVAC4 or QCAV-4. This banana is resistant to Panama disease, the TR4. It is not likely we will see the banana in store soon since it is genetically modified. But as of May 21, 2023, this banana has been sent for approval, and if approved, it will be the first genetically modified fruit approved for eating and growing in Australia. The Honduran Foundation for Agricultural Research (FHIA) also developed a banana hybrids that resist Fusarium wilt. Diseases that have devastated banana crops in several parts of the world in 1980, and it's doing the same thing in 2023 to our boy, the Cavendish banana. Bananas also play a vital role in economies and diets worldwide. They are a significant source of income for many tropical regions and a staple food for millions of people. The challenges they face highlight the importance of biodiversity, sustainable farming practices, and ongoing research to ensure the resilience and longevity of the beloved fruit. I have some fun facts to add on to the end of this episode. The artificial banana flavor most commonly used in candies and other products is based on the flavor of the Gros Michel banana. When the artificial flavor was created in the early 20th century, it closely matched the Gros Michel banana. However, due to the replacement with the Cavendish, it tastes slightly different. The artificial flavor no longer aligns perfectly, but I'd like to say that the Gros Michel candy flavor is iconic just like the banana laffy taffy another fun fact bananas are radioactive you'd have to eat about 100 bananas to receive the amount of radiation exposure as you get each day in the united states from natural radiation in the environment courtesy of the epa thanks for listening to this episode of modern foods bananas Please leave a rating on the podcast and follow me on Instagram at vera.cityplace. Have a good day. Bye.